welcome back to another episode. This is the Real Talk with Adore and Daisy. I'm Adore. I am Daisy. We good. Listen, this is gonna be like one of the best episodes. We got a legend in the building. Very happy to have him. Yeah. Very happy to be here. Yeah. So before we get into it, we do try to check on everybody's mental health. So I'll start. My mental health is in a great space. My brand, our brand, our network going to another level, like, in a small time span, like, than what we pictured. So, that's kind of like. No, y'all popping for sure. We appreciate that. My mental health is good. Um, I did a lot of self-reflecting this week. Like, I went through a lot of stuff personally. So, my mental health was, like, up and down, but now I'm back up again, which is, you know, it's good. Man, it's kind of hard to judge my mental health because, like, I be having so much on me, so much weight on my shoulders. I, like, don't express my feelings. Like, yeah. I just feel like I got to be tough at all times. I feel like if I fall, we all fall. I totally fucking agree. So, a lot of times, I don't even really... I I acknowledge my mental health, but I don't let it control me. Like, even if it's not in a good space. I think that's, like, a, a black thing, too. Because we taught to, like, you got to just look over mental health when a lot of times it need to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to change the narrative of mental health just because I work um, in a mental health on a mental health unit. And I really feel like it's something that you cannot ignore because it might get to a point one day where it be out of your control. And like how you said, if I fall, we all fall. But that's why you got to make sure you okay you so you can be okay for everybody else. So it's okay to take a couple of days off, get your mental health right, whether whether it's turning your phone off, ignoring the world for a day, whether it's going on vacation, just, you know, just not thinking about work. Because I know it could be a lot on you because of the position that you're in, you know. I seen a uh, saying on Instagram before that said, check on your strong people. Mm-hmm. You got to. Because they don't never realize, like, the strong person needs somebody to check on them. Like, I'm not always okay. I'm definitely not always okay. I don't care how much I act like it. Like, I'm not always okay. So make sure you check on your strong friend. I'm usually always a strong friend, a friend that people come to and talk to and tell me all their problems when nobody really want to listen to my problems. Like, unless it's just all out in the open. So, Yeah, I think that... um in this year, with the pandemic, with life changing, with the recession, with everything that's going on, before you call somebody with your problems, ask them how they doing and can they hear your problems? Like, do they got the room to even hear it? So I think that's something that people should ask. Before. I say, fuck it, just lay it on them. Really? <laughs> what? That's why you be stressed out because people just be calling you with their problems. Yeah. But what if they don't want to call you with their problems? Then who they going to turn to? Yeah, hey, I just lay it on they you. Better if something happened, you're going to be like, why you ain't tell me? Yeah. I could have helped you. True. I ain't going to be like that because my phone be on Do Not Disturb. You probably couldn't even get through to me. So. D&D. <laughs> so, look, she telling y'all. I'm don't. good for that. Call 911. <laughs> do not call me. I got my own problems, and I don't want to talk about yours right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> before... You feel like you're gonna break, just make sure you turn your phone off or go on vacation or something. Or do whatever that makes you happy. Mm. Think about that. That'd be like playing video games and watching movies and shit. Whatever it is, do it. You play video games? Mm hmm. 
I'm playing that new God of War. But actually, I'm playing the old one right now because Aunt Beats told me to play that one before I play the new one. Okay. Okay. Okay, let's get into our guests. For those who might not know, this is a legend. So go ahead and introduce yourself. And I'm just hell of a. <laughs> hell of a. When people be calling me a legend, I just be looking like, are they serious? You got your you own life. You don't think you a legend? I got so much more shit to do. And that's okay. I just feel like I got a whole lot of shit to do. But you accomplished so much. Like, do you ever sit back and look at all the stuff that you really accomplished? Man, I need legend money. When I get the legend money, then I'll be like, okay. Fucking it's coming. Legend. But it's the coming. relationships that you built, you know it's coming. And relationships, I feel, are worth way more than money. Like, sometimes, like, I make an accomplishment, and people be like, dang, ain't you happy? And I'll just be thinking about the next one. Next one. See, that's the thing. We was just talking about that. Like, you literally have to appreciate and be, you know, acceptive of what you already accomplished. You got to be thankful. I, you I think I do grateful. that like 5% of the time or maybe less. Up the score on that, please. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you have to. You got to be I don't even thankful. like having fun. I'll be like, damn, I got to do some more. Do I desire this fun? Do I desire do. this happy? You do. I ask myself that all the time. We were, We was literally talking about that. So who is hell of a? Just a regular person. <laughs> somebody that can't. You consider yourself a regular person. Let's be yeah, for real. Somebody that had a very rough upcoming, came from nothing, and still trying to make it somewhere. Before I knew who hell of a was with a face, all I heard was hell of a made this beat, baby. That's okay. all I heard. <laughs> Man. So what made you get into producing? Uh, well, I started off rapping. And me and my, my bro, we had a uh, a dude making beats for us, and he was, like, real bad, like, <laughs> horrible. I'm like, bro, I could play the piano a little bit. I'm about to start making our beats. Yeah. This shit is bad. So that's how I started making beats. So you got into the beats, and then you stopped rapping? Eventually. Most of the time, I was doing both. Okay. What did you? Kind of before y'all time a little bit. <laughs> so, like, what made you stick to... Start just strictly making beats and then getting into. Well, I basically was always a one stop shop. Like mm. I'd be writing a chorus, making my rap, somebody else rap, making a beat. So just the beat, making a beat roll, it's more of me like doing the whole job all together. Like I get that's like the the, the manager who get to make sure everything go right. We looking for a beat too for our intro. Uh, just have I got you. Put that out there. Okay. Yeah. Y'all heard him. He got us. <laughs> he got us. So after this episode, we going to tap in with him. <laughs> yeah. I try to, you know, I be fair towards everybody. So how do you deal with, like, because on YouTube, like, we'll get um, flagged if we use somebody beat. Like, you know, do you ever just re give, give people the yes to use your beats or how do they go about it? I mean, if somebody use my shit, I ain't gonna flag that shit. You know, like they they gotta come holler at me before you yeah, just, just you take can't that just shit. get it from nowhere. And just yeah. I'm be like, say what the fuck is this? <laughs> Handle yeah. this shit. I know, I know you don't play about that. I seen you get something took down off YouTube before it was a big Oh, thing. man, that was crazy. Yeah, I seen that. <laughs> I ain't gonna really get into that, but I seen. <laughs> no, you I really ain't it. know how to do that shit. And that was like me and Ruel collectively, like, this shit got to come down. <laughs> like, hold on, hold on. I did not sign up for this. It had hit, like, 
over like 20,000. It wasn't up long, but it mm. had hit like 20,000 views. And all I know is it was off YouTube. Man, you not about to use my beat and this my man. Like, that's crazy <laughs> yeah. for you to even think about doing that. Like, that's just. <laughs> that was hey. comical. Hey, be- comical as hell. <laughs> My post was just up there like, I did not give her that. <laughs> all caps. So, basically, like, when we introduced you, we introduced you as a legend. Like, you really accomplished a lot of stuff, you know, from other producers, period. Not even just from Detroit, but you really accomplished a lot of things, a lot of mainstream artists. You know what I like? Like, when people, they see me, when they give me props, like, they be like, just, they don't just be like, man, you cold, you hot. They be like. Hey, thanks for what you did for the city. Yes. Yes. That's, that's where I, I was going. That yeah. makes me feel good. Yeah. You have looked out for a lot of people. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people. And that says a lot about you and your character as a person because you could have said F everybody mm-hmm. and just worried about yourself. Yeah. Like I, you really look I out for a lot did. of people. <laughs> really? <laughs> I almost did. I moved to Atlanta because you know everybody said that's what you gotta do. I mm-hmm. moved there with my cousin and was trying to make some Atlanta beats and it just didn't feel right. Really? And I was making it. I'm showing people Detroit beats and they was not fucking with them. How I long was you through out of studios? Really? Field out them bitches in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, they was fucking with that shit. Wow. And I moved back here. Like I prayed to God before I came back. It was like you know, God, I'm finna give it my all. I just need a little help. Right. And came back here and made first day up. Before I was even moved back all the way. Let's talk about first day out. Let's talk about it. Let's talk big. about the game changer. Yeah. Yeah. I was with uh bro recently working on some shit. But what? how did y'all get first day out? Because he was really just coming out. And it didn't have a hook. Right. So rest in peace to uh, Jobina, JB, his manager. She right. had called me and was like, you know, I have a nephew. He just got out of jail. And he has songs, <laughs> raps that he wrote, and they don't have beats, and he need beats built around the raps. Do you think you could do that? And I was like, that's my fucking specialty. Right. So she brought him through the studio, and he came in and shit, and it was like me and two of my boys there, and he rapped that shit, beating on the fucking table or whatever he was beating on, and we act like, we act like it wasn't shit for real. But it was cold. And when he walked out the door, we was like, God damn, that shit was cold as fuck. This nigga finna go crazy. So the next day I worked on the uh like the beginning part of the beat. And by the time he got to the studio, I wasn't finished with the the part that was the the hype part. And I made it that part in like five minutes. Wow. And I'm like, I know you're gonna like the beginning, but when it turned up, I don't I don't think you're gonna like it. He already said it's perfect. That's heat. I was watching interviews of, like, Yo Gotti saying who you, you know, you got him in touch with. Um, I think he called you. He asked you, like, who was the five Top hottest five. in Detroit. And who, if you put your money all type of niggas. For real? I named who about you 10 named? niggas. Who you named? I want to know. We need to know because he never <laughs> said. Yeah. It was, it was a few people, you know, in there. <laughs> it was, like, Peasy, Ray, you know. It was, I think, uh, who else? Cash Kid. My boy Vito Lays, Snap Dog. I named a few people. Yeah. He like, man, pick one. Who, who would you pick if you had to put the house on this person? And, man, Doug, I just, you know, as a person, he just seemed like a star. Yeah. So I just taught him Doug. 
That was dope. And then I seen Megan Thee Stallion. You made beats for her. Yeah. She yeah. a real sweet person. Yeah. Yeah, I get that from her. My mother was in the hospital. She FaceTimed me while I was at the hospital with my mother. That's what's up. Yeah. I really I get them vibes from her. Like she just seemed like she sweet. Yeah. A sweetheart. Real sweet yeah. When you when I seen the first one, I said, Oh, I said this before we started the podcast, but it just I like her. Like I like her music. I'm a fan of her music. And I was just like, Wow, like I don't know, it's just something about our city. Like I even if I don't know the person, even if I'm not in that industry, like I just like to see that's how I be. You know, no. somebody from the city, I'll be like, we fucking with you. Yeah. yeah. We support you. Yeah, because it's hard to make it. So, like, you know. Say, what uh, BITCH do? It went gold, platinum. What it do? Platinum, yeah. Uh, but I think it could have been bigger. The song actually came out the same day Kobe Bryant died. Mm. Yeah. So, when nobody thinking about no music for right. real. So, just imagine, you feel me? Yeah. Yeah. Kobe died almost. Thought I was about to go Listen, too. Like, is this yeah. real? People yeah. was literally in, on Twitter talking about I shed a tear. Like, I was crying. Yeah, it was deep. That was I was in Cali and I was in a lift, and I think me and the lift driver, we might have shed a <laughs> they tear. They had together. a moment. Yeah. Like, it dude was, was Spanish. Like, he barely could speak English. <laughs> he like Kobe Bryant, like family to me. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. No, seriously. It was, not, I was it in that bitch like, no, stop, stop. It was definitely deep like that. Yeah. That that was that was dope. That was dope. And then when I seen I seen it in two interviews. It was on Million Dollars Worth of Game with Gotti and um The Breakfast Club. Yeah, that's crazy to me to just be a fan of like the Breakfast Club and listen to all the time and just be like a big fan of Gilly, and for them to people to speak your name and they know who you are. Like I had went on Instagram one day and I just looked, went on Gilly page. He was following me. I wasn't even following him back. I was like, "Damn, I'm tripping." Gilly yeah. following me. Yeah. That's yep. platinum. Yeah, I know that's right. Yep. Platinum records. Man, I need you to order my plaques, bro. I need to put. You them definitely need Hang your plaques, up. yo. Hang them up. So I got a lot of them bitches too. Uh, like. Because you a legend. 12. Yeah. You really a legend. We really wanted to record this at your studio yeah. so we could show this off. We could have. What, what happened? Because <laughs> I definitely put that out there. Yeah. No, that's a cool vibe, though. Yeah. I'm glad you like it. It's yeah. definitely a new look for us. No, y'all got some toys in here and shit. You know, I like toys. <laughs> so tell us, tell us about the collecting toys. I got a, a good guy doll, authentic. I be trying to bring him to life, do the little spell on him. <laughs> Duh, stop playing. So look, like his hair be like moving and stuff. Everybody would come up and be like, "Did you move?" I'd be like, "Nah, I ain't touch him." I swear, he might be getting up when I ain't there. Uh oh, <laughs> I'm scared of that. It's like I a real not. good guy doll. I don't, I don't know nothing about no toys. I throw them away. Those are, like, you will see them when you know them. Like, I don't really know nobody personally besides, well, I didn't know that's what you did, but, like, you collected them. But, like, people that collect them, like, they got, like, numerous of them. That it's, like, a big deal. Yeah, I got a bunch I mean? of shit. All kind of Dragon Ball Z shit. It be in their houses. Yeah. I, you got Dragon Ball Z on your chain. Like, what is that about? I mean, Joseph McFashion started this shit. Because he got, uh... You got this one. Why though? Like, what are what is it about? I mean, I just was talking shit to him one day. And I was like, I want a chain because you know Joseph was like buying a lot of chains in one moment. <laughs> <laughs> so mad chains. 
And he was like, I got you. I thought he was bullshit. He popped up with it on my birthday. Okay, That's shout out to Joseph McFashioning. My birthday in okay. March. You want to change? I want to change. Yes, I'm a Pisces. When's your birthday? March 19th. What is that about? My baby mama's birthday, March 18th. Oh, she a real one. Y'all get along? Fuck no. <laughs> a real demon. Okay, <laughs> and we might be. Yep. And She's very vindictive. And? Sums it up. Mm-hmm. So One day I was getting out of jail. <laughs> and, uh, That's the problem. I right seen there. this dude in there. And he was like, man, you'll never believe who I am. He's like, I'm your baby mama boyfriend. <laughs> they say she out there dragging my furniture out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> so and he was like, do you got any suggestions for me? Anything? <laughs> like, what can I do to stop her? I was like, bro, just throw up a white flag, bro. To red flag. You ain't going to beat her. You're not. Yeah. But that's funny. Red that flag is Pisces it. for me. So a Pisces is a red flag. For me, yeah. I'm a February yeah. Pisces. I don't know about February Pisces, but so her March birthday was, is the day after hers. Like, she has to be she's crazy. She's a red flag. Yep. Crazy? Yes, you have to That's be. That's a little far. That's a little far fetched. You crazy a little bit? I think I'm on the chill side of things. No, she, she wrecked TVs or that. <laughs> That's the old me. That is the old me. I have been so chill. Look, y'all, y'all don't even you. know. I grew. <laughs> I have changed so much. Yes. I did used to break TVs. Yes, I used to bust windows out. Yes, I used to throw a a Neho bottle at your head. Yes, I will. I yeah, might she, upstrap she on you. I, but I'm. <laughs> I have changed. Everything she named, she done done to me. <laughs> I have changed. We all change. We all grow up. We learn. Mm-hmm. We become better people. That's right. <laughs> well, we had kids young. Four kids. Oh, I used yeah. to like ride a bike over her house and like. You made her crazy. Stuff. He said you made crazy. He said bring Hell no. <laughs> I'd be on a bike bringing some pampers and then as I'm leaving the way there, it just hit me in the head. <laughs> Every time I bring something, it'd just be getting thrown at me. Yeah, see, we don't we don't like to put hands on you, but we like to use the nearest object. So are y'all in a better space now? Uh no <laughs> shit, no. <laughs> Shut up. She be fucking with my kids now. They be wanting to fight her or shit. <laughs> nah, see, I ain't that crazy. I just seen a bill she put in my name recently. That's like, true. man, where the fuck did this come from? You got a lot on She like plate. the first scammer I ever knew. <laughs> she is not scammer. She would get a hold of your ID. Or <laughs> that is not scammer. It's facts. That is, that you is, trying what, to bills in your name? That's a fucking scam. That is, it's your bill. That is not a scam. No, I wouldn't be living with her or nothing. It don't matter. That's what the your bill. Fuck? This is crazy. <laughs> so what do you do about this? That's his bill. You what can't do, you do nothing about her. <laughs> I told dog to throw up a white flag. There's nothing you can do. You need to set boundaries. Uh, like, now nah, we grown. All the kids grown. We don't even talk. We don't got to talk no more. Okay. Well, we, I got, hope we got grandkids now. I hope that y'all do develop a friendship for a those grandkids. You know? Man, she done did so much shit. I look like a hoe being her friend. <laughs> it's forgiveness. My mama yes. would be looking at me like. You got to forgive. <laughs> you got to forgive. I think we should forgive because we change okay. all the time. We mature, we grow up. Don't we fall for it. <laughs> Old boyfriends, whatever. Don't fall for it. She ain't changed. He's scarred. It's okay. Yeah. But I did want to rewind back to um, Gilly and you getting recognized and you getting your flowers. Yeah. So recently, back in September, it was a YouTube Avenues event here. And you got your flowers. Yeah, that shit was crazy to me. That was a that was a uh, 
a moment for me. So tell the people about um, the moment. Wallow gave him his flowers, like about him putting in the legwork yeah. and how many people he helped and how many people, you know, he put on and the pe- the position and the way he paid for the Would you agree people? that everybody was asking Ethiopia dumbass questions? <laughs> yes. But So by that time we had a bottle over there, so we just buzzing, we just cracking <laughs> jokes on everybody to ask questions like, what the fuck is these dumbass questions? Like, so uh I just wanna know how I get to somebody like you. Like, man, what the fuck is you talking about, bro? That, I mean, they just just need to do a little bit more research. (laughs) A little bit more research or whatever. But I do really feel like it was a moment and everybody in that room Payroll and B. Swift was like, you should get the mic. And I was buzzing like, fuck it, I'm going to get the mic. Get the mic. And they was talking about A&Rs and shit. I was just sitting there thinking like, this is the shit I've been doing for 20 years. And that's exactly what he said. Yeah. He got on the mic like... Okay, forget air. Like forget this. Like I've been doing this for years. Like, what do a person like me that been doing this gotta do? Right. And they was like, "Yeah, we've been looking for you. Like, you know, we we interested." The, the crowd went so crazy. Yeah. The floor felt like it was shaking. It was. I seen some people crying like later on. I was <laughs> like, "What the fuck?" I wasn't fuck crying, up? but it was like it was different. The, the city really stood up for me at, at that moment. That's when I was they like, should. "Damn, they appreciate me a little bit." So, how did you feel? I was happy. I was buzzing. He don't even. He don't even remember meeting me that day. That's I how drunk he was. But you, I, gotta, you, you probably was looking different though. You out? No, I was looking the same. I said, <laughs> I, "You know me, hey, I'm a door." Yeah, real soft spoken. Man, I yeah. hate how you doing. So many people that day. There was a lot of people there. We stood, we stood out because you here. For sure. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah, but I did think that that was a moment. I hope somebody recorded that so you could always look back on that because that's a part of your journey and your success. Yeah. Hopefully, I get that job. I'm working on it. You guys speak. They already told you you had it. You got it. I'm sure you do. I don't count my chickens before they hatch. Hello. But, uh, you got to manifest it. <laughs> like, sure. you, it's not like you walking to the table without bringing nothing to the table. Yeah. Like, you know, you know music. But you know how music. I feel, though. Like, if I get it or if I don't get it, I'm still going to turn up and go crazy for myself yeah. and the city. Mm-hmm. So, what keeps you motivated? I love music. I love young people. They hunger. I love helping people. Like, that's, that's the it. main <laughs> thing for me. Like, when I'm finished doing a song or a beat for somebody and they just love it, and they just be like, thank you. Like, that's like a good feeling for me. Yeah. That's what I do it for. Because you done made so many beats for like so many lit ass songs. Like, that's heat. I got to ask what's the most somebody ever paid for a beat from you? What made you ask that? Because, like, Megan Thee Stallion getting it. I mean, yeah, big like, people get So like it's it. like this with me. Like, most of the time, like, the advance is not the thing I'm worried about. It just be, like, the back end. Like, I don't really care about that. And advance is your money. Mm-hmm. They just giving it to you up front. You mm-hmm. feel me? But the most I got for a beat was, uh, you know, Pootie is? Band Gang Pootie. You know Band Gang. I know yeah. Band Gang. Well, Pootie got it. Me and him. A hundred thousand for a beat, and we split it down the middle. I know that's right. I didn't think he could do it. He was like, "I'm gonna get a hundred thousand dollars for this beat." I'm like, "This nigga crazy." They like, pulled them strings. Then he called me like, "Man, I got him at twenty five. I'm like, "Take it. What the fuck is you doing?" <laughs> he like, "I'm gonna they get a hundred. Next thing I know, he like, "I got him at 50 I'm like, "Bro, take this shit, bro." That's 
Hey, we about to bust this 50 down. When he said he got him at 75, I'm like, fuck it, get it to 100. I believe you not. <laughs> yeah. And he called me, said he got it. We busted down the middle. Shout out to Pootie. Okay, That's man. what's up. That's lit. Yeah. What's like your working style? Do you like just working with the artists or do you care about the entourage? The what? The entourage. Yeah, that's what I, I Do have. I care about the entourage? <laughs> My girl was a uh, little tight. <laughs> a lot of times, like, the entourage is cool. Like, I just, like, just kicking it with them. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. they be surprised, like, damn, what he over here talking to me for? And I be asking their opinion and stuff like that. But most of the time, I, like, probably least people in the studio as possible. Because niggas nowadays, they'll bring, like, 100 niggas in there. Listen. For no fucking reason. Like, that be their whole vibe, though. Like, we need niggas, we need girls. And they'll really sit there and bullshit and won't start rapping. Until they get about... fucking high as hell and all that type of shit. Okay, so let's talk about it. So, from your experience, your years in the game, from what you saw, what you been through, like, these new age artists, the new age artists, like, the upcoming artists, like, talk to them and get them some gems on what's, what's, the, what's do's and don'ts, like, far as, like, interviews, being in the studio. I don't, like, when you do interviews, just, like, be yourself and just, like, be real and have, a, like, a, a good conversation. Like, some artists, they just be feeling like they too cool to do interviews and shit. Like, I feel like they be slurring and talking slow, doing all type of crazy shit on purpose. <laughs> like, most of the young niggas. You think it's on purpose? Damn near. Because they all do it. Yeah. I think, like, I be seeing people on big platforms, like, huge platforms, like a platform that really could, like, change their life, although their music have gotten them so far. I feel like the platform that they own, and some of them don't, they don't understand what you're saying. They give you one-word answers. They uninterested. They sleep. I I would say this to all young artists, like, you know, even if you pop and everybody know who you is and whatnot, like, it's a lot of people who don't know who the fuck you are. And that's going to be their first impression of you. And if they don't like that, they might not ever fuck with you. Not even if they like your music, they might still be like, oh, this dog, I don't fuck with it. But if they can relate to you and, you know, stuff you're saying and get to know you a little bit better, they probably fuck with you more. Have you ever had an artist that you seen an interview on you was like, damn, let me go listen to that shit. Definitely. He's saying cool as hell. Mm -hmm. I cut it off, though. If I can't get into the interview, I cut it off quick. Before I knew who Nipsey, like, before I really knew his music, I liked his interviews his and just him, his talking. And so that just made me a fan off top, just a fan of who he is. Yeah, his character and the way he spoke and the way he carried himself. I met him, like, and I've been around him, like, a few times. And his vibe was like, he got to be like Jesus or something. No, <laughs> it's crazy. Real. It's crazy. That's how, that's how I first, well, I never met him in person, but that's how I first heard about Nipsey. Um, the way he spoke. The way he spoke. And he also stood on business. Mm-hmm. When him and Lauren Linder first started dating, he did not play if he didn't want the camera in his face. Like, he literally would cut into people and be like, if somebody asked you not to record you, record you, how would you feel about it? Like, he was but just himself. He showed so much respect. You could see him, like, not tolerating no disrespect because he showed the utmost respect yeah. to everybody. He going to walk in a room and treat everybody the same, whether you – a big rapper or just a person that's in there, or you the person that runs to the store, you're going to treat everybody with respect. So he ain't taking no disrespect for sure. Thanks. Yeah, so the way that he lost his life is um, becoming, like, more and more common with, like, more rappers and influencers. How? 
what do you think we need to do to change that? I don't know. It's scary. Like, it's scary for, like, rap supposed to take you out of danger, but now it's saying, like, it could put you in danger. Mm-hmm. I think it got to be, like, the content of the music, though, need to change. A lot of... Um, we got to get back to getting money instead of all that killing shit. For real. A lot of the conversations, like, um, rest in peace to take off. Uh, after his death recently, they been talking about the content of the music, basically saying, like, how we talk about, you know, killing each other or... But it's just the black community that's doing it. Like they were saying, you don't hear Asian people talking about killing that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we don't, don't hear like us either, We don't though. hear country people talking about going up the block and spinning the block and you know they not they not on the block. Um, they not on they the block. They don't, they don't <laughs> come from that walk of life. So I, if they grew up where I grew up at, they probably would be on the same shit. Yeah, true. I was about to say, like, a lot of rappers, they all, I always hear, like, I really live this. I really yeah. live what I rap. Like, yeah. I hear that so much, and I just be like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> right. and I don't know if that's, like, the foundation, like, that, I don't know, like. Like, some artists, like, that's all they know. Yeah. Yeah. True. Until they fall in love, they hurt. Like, it's up. a whole culture. It's just, like, a way of living. <laughs> like. Killing and getting credit for it and all that type of shit. It's a way of life. Who is someone that you've been listening to lately? And who do you feel like is the next coming up artist? Who I've been listening to lately? I've been listening to a lot of R&B lately. I know, that's right. Yeah. I like I like Boston Richie. I listen to him. Yeah, we gonna have to tap in with Boston Richie. I like his shit. A lot of people thought he was from Detroit. He from, is it from Memphis? Tallahassee? Yeah, from okay. Florida. Okay. Yeah. He, like, blew up super quick. Yeah. Like, stuff be happening so fast so nowadays. Fast. You could really be on somebody a month and then be like, okay, and then literally two, three weeks later, they they up there. My brother literally told me in the summertime that we should have reached out to him. I'm like, don't worry about it. We still got it. It's coming. Mm-hmm. TRLD Rich, shout out to him. Anybody else? Cause we got the shout outs coming right now. <laughs> I don't want to get into that because niggas get to hey, you, Nigga, you, you, you ain't say my name. Yeah. Ain't. <laughs> forget it, forget about them so they can watch it. The ones that's forgetting about us. Yeah. Yeah, I might have spoke on you. Got to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. No, for real. I'm- man, shout out to the videographers. And the people that's doing interviews and all y'all, man, y'all got to get y'all credit, too, because y'all play a big part in these artists' success. Yeah, I feel like we do. Thank you for not acting Hollywood. We appreciate that. Yes. I can't act Hollywood. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I pray every day to just be humble. There's nothing wrong with that. Because I hate motherfuckers that's not humble. I I don't like that shit. Just do too much. Yeah. Some, you know. It's it's crazy because they be it's so it's crazy that we asked a few people to come on and they'll be like, All right, we got you or no, I don't I ain't No, doing don't that. even trip. They coming. No, we see them on like bigger platforms and be like, Oh, that's what you want at a bigger platform. Just say that. No, nah, they coming. They coming, don't even trip. I feel that. They coming. They coming. I'm a rewatch. You don't want to. You don't want to be feeling like. Oh, you was talking about me when you said you feel <laughs> me? they coming. They coming. I ain't really talking about nobody. In, you gotta have in tough particular. skin in this shit. You do seriously. We got told. Well, I'm not even gonna say we got told. No, we just got spent before. 
Yeah, it's cool. They happen, part of the game. They going to come. They coming. You ever got spent before? Yeah. I don't take it no type of way. How it make you feel? You pull up to the studio. I just keep at, I keep at it. I'm going to keep fucking with you. You can't spend me no more. Okay. And just don't take saying. no for an answer. Don't feel no type of way. Yeah. That's my advice to y'all. Yeah. I be trying to tell her not to deal in her feelings. I don't be in my feelings. <laughs> I just to say, like, it might seem a little harsh if I see you in person. Like, I know you saw me DMing you. <laughs> I, just like I told you, I know you saw me texting you. I didn't, though. You was looking at your phone. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I didn't, though. I probably, you know, just Baby. kept going like I ain't know who you was or whatever. So many messages. I ain't how you locked in. Okay, well, I can see it now, so you know. I got when you. When we call for the beat, you know that's us. What's up? I got you. Because I'm real, pers- like, persistent. Like, I'm, hey. You just said you ain't calling nobody more than once or twice. Now you real okay, persistent. Okay, I text him twice. She persistent. I'm definitely <laughs> persistent. I'm going to slide. You be dealing in feelings. What I tell you? No, but what did I tell you the last time you was here? She probably said, when I'm I asked about him. <laughs> what did I tell you? Right, but what did I tell Listen you? Listen to the aggressiveness. Can you hear it? Sounds like you just straight checking my yeah. man. No, no, I had told him. I didn't check. mean it like I didn't mean it like that, but I'm saying like <laughs> I had brought your name up, and he was like, "Oh yeah, that's you know I deal with him too or whatever," and I'm just like, "Oh, I text him," and he was like, "Oh, he bad with the phone." That's what he told me. Oh. I ain't I trying to hear none was, of that shit. And he I'm was, sorry. And he was like, right. So it wasn't no bad blood. So I'm okay, just letting you know that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just apologizing. I, I'm sorry. I'm just real passionate the, about my. Sick the pit bull on Because <laughs> <laughs> listen, she don't play. She is something else. Okay. No, he already called I like that up. fire. That's going to take yeah. you far. Thank it should. As it should. My girl's not playing. But me, I'm going to slide and I'm going to slide again. I'm going to slide again so I get a response. Look, when he taught me all the people that was coming on here, I'm like, they got to be fine. Uh, don't but think it, that pretty is a privilege, though. It Let's got just, something to do with it. I'm no, just it, saying. No, it, it do help. not. All right, it helps. It definitely I'm just do saying help. y'all fine. That's all I'm it saying. It do help. Thank we you. appreciate it. But no, that, no. Damn, you done, like, compliments. She, you don't like nothing. I said thank you, but no, I'm saying, the like. thank you is like, I said thank you, bitch ass nigga. No. But, but listen, it be more than that. It do, though. No, do. because I really want people to know, like, people tell us no. they no. fucking with y'all. Yeah, but still, no, what, what we're saying is it's not even just about us being fine. People still tell us no. or But my thing is, I feel like some guys be shy or they don't know what we go ask. Don't worry them, about you know nobody telling like, you no. Just continue to grow because y'all growing like a motherfucker. And soon they're going to be beating on your door. Mm-hmm. And when they, what should we do when they do that? No. <laughs> I'm with you, Barry. Listen, I'm with you. But I wouldn't be my, I wouldn't be, right. I wouldn't be myself if I didn't be like, remember when? (laughs) Remember when I I work with an artist? When I want to work with an artist, I just be like, I just got to get bigger. Let me go ahead and turn up. Okay. Don't worry. It's on the flow. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't really consider that personal feelings because it's like, I mean, but it's conversation. Yeah. What's up? You know, we got to set the mood, set the vibe, address the elephant in the room. <laughs> Definitely go address the elephant. Don't play with her. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to tell you, if she can't play you, you better be she ready. Coming. Don't play with her. <laughs> no, I feel like Get y'all ass on here. She's not playing. <laughs> she coming for you. She going to check you when she see you, all that. Come Look, on, I'm man. telling you, next year we Get it out the way. Up. Come on here, get it out the way. Yep. Let the people know. We pull, I'm telling them we not. up on black. Yeah. Studios, 
That'll be dope. Photo shoots, video shoots, we there. And I do my research on people, so if somebody be, oh, I don't do, yes, you do. Yes, you do. You actually, it dropped two weeks ago. Like, I seen it. I seen it. I seen it. And you said X, Y, I really would do that. That's what I do in my spare time. I watch interviews. I'm really down there going to do everything Sid tell me to, to do. Shout, shout out to Sid. Yeah, shout out to Sid yeah. because he be working, okay? He be in. Yeah. I be feeling like he, he be was on my ass too. about y'all. Good. We like we locked that. in. Yeah. Once I say I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna. It's done. I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> I'm going, man. What the fuck? Yeah, and we no, gonna confirm. He <laughs> he, great communication. Mm-hmm. Like, just you know, he pulled up the last time we seen him. Check the scene. Yeah. Make sure everything. Because what we was dealing with at the time, it would, probably was one of them. You got to check. Got to check the scene. <laughs> see where he coming. You know. Yeah. So he gotta yeah. go to them boys and be like, "Hey, it's safe. It's, Come on. Yeah, like it's okay." Come on, we it's look it's little all us. And they still coming 40 deep, like that's crazy. <laughs> so we got a month and a half left in the year. Mm-hmm. What's like three goals, like three of your major goals that you want to knock down before the end of the year? I wanna get a, another major placement. I wanna put out a few more singles. And yeah, that's like my goal. And make a big ass Christmas for all my loved ones. Okay. That's nice. That's dope. That's dope. Cause you said your kids are grown now. Mm-hmm. So for like your grandkids and kids? I mean all of them. Everybody. Yeah. I know that's right. You a whole granddaddy out here. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that until today, to be honest yeah. with you. I did not know that. I really didn't. I seen a baby on your page and I just assumed it was like my kid, yeah. that's how everybody be like, what the fuck he just called you? <laughs> like, granddaddy. Shut <laughs> up. Like, no, nah, I really didn't know that. Yeah, no. Nah. Well, that's nice it's to know. It's fun. It's cool. They keep you They keep you level. Keep you young. Man, it's hard. Like, like it's rough. Like, I'm an energetic person. I'm always moving, always doing something, barely sleeping. I spend a day with my grandson, I be sleep so early. tired. That nigga be wearing me out. He be tripping. So he don't keep you young. <laughs> he should age. <laughs> What's some of y'all goals? Okay, so we just joined the network, um, um, the Uprising Network. That's how we know Barry. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's how we and, got this new book. Um, we trying to get the network to hit a thousand subscribers, which we will do, because we at seven seven sixty. Yeah. Oh yeah! Congratulations! Yeah, thank you. So that's one of our major, major goals. And to record, we really wanted to hit 100 episodes, like, recording um, mm-hmm. before the year out. Okay. But the way, like, timing is, that might not happen. But it's still more than what we I might have to just start pulling up. Yeah. Yep. Why are we going to come to you? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how it's going to be. Definitely got to get it in because um, we still got time, but it's just a lot. Like, yeah. It's just not enough time in the day. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, we've been recording. Well, this is probably, what, four, going on like four hours? Yeah. Today. Before you came. Yeah, yeah that's work. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a work day. It's yeah. definitely a work day, and it takes time. It takes patience. So, look, if y'all ever see them with the same outfit, hairdo on, I mean, they did. The <laughs> More than what episode in the day. Just to let y'all know, we not re-rocking, okay? <laughs> and if we did re-rock it, our clothes was clean. Just to let y'all it know. It really don't matter about the clothes. That's not why we're here. But 
But they be on that in the comments, so I just wanted to say that. I'm glad that he cleared that up. Sometimes if we got the same outfit on, we record it more than once a day. Sometimes twice, three, four times a day. Yeah. They working. We working. Yeah. The way, like, our schedule set up, we really be wanting to record, like, as many as we can in a day just because it make more sense to mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. So, that's kind of like a business goal. A personal goal for me is to um, fast one more time before the year is out. So, like. How long you be fasting? It depends. I fast with my church for 40 days in the beginning of the year. Okay. But, like, personal fast, I usually try to do, like, seven days. But we run our own social media. So, like, we do all our content. So, like, it'd be hard to stay off Instagram. How long have you been an auntie? (laughs) Her Um, whole life. My whole life. (laughs) Her whole goddamn life. Yeah, I had to pick my niece up from school today, actually. You an auntie, too? I'm a mama. She auntie. You auntie. Sometimes. I'm not even as much as an auntie as you are. Why well, I don't have no kids. She one of them super auntie. She super auntie, and, and even I have kids, but I be having to get away and be free. Auntie, not mama. Auntie kicking when I'm around her kids. I used to be with my uh, kids all the time because I was a single parent. So now I be by myself a lot. I just be feeling funny. I be missing my kids. They be having their own things going on. Was y'all co-parenting or was you a single no, parent? Single parent. Let's talk about All it. All right, come on now, because we don't really hear the dad saying me yeah. as single parents, so mean? I'm trying to figure out. I be hearing girls, they be like, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. two kids, I'm doing this, but yes. I be like, I did it. I have to do everything. Before, what are you talking about? So how did you maintain being a dad and, like, working? A single dad at that? Mm. Did you take him to the studio with you? A lot of times, yes. Your baby was a studio baby? Mm-hmm. Very son is studio baby? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I used to, I had to train them to be left at home at young age. <laughs> you have to. Because it was people, I, I got to get this buddy. So, okay. y'all got to, hey, look, don't answer the door. You got to, listen, I be telling, listen, was I, tested, I tested I wouldn't son. have been able to do it without these good cooperative kids who listen to me. That's what's up. I feel like that about my kids. Like, if I got to run to the corner store or something, my oldest son ate here, I'd be like, don't. Answer the door for nobody for nothing. Like you and know, he on that. Yeah, that's his so job. I knocked on the door one time. I didn't even go nowhere. I just went to the car and I came back. You know, knocked on the door. He ain't opened it. He called me. He like he like mom. Somebody's not knocking on the door. I'm like yeah, it's me, son. Just open it. I'm like period. <laughs> but you did the right thing. I mm-hmm. love that. Like so. I love that. Got to train them early. Yeah. Because I remember definitely being left at home with my brother. Um, well, don't you open the door for nobody. I don't care if it's the police. Don't you open the door. And you yeah. better not open the door. Yeah. These kids, some of the kids nowadays, you knock on the door, they in the window. They can't wait to see who it is. Somebody at the door. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all don't even know how to be discreet I literally believe my son probably would have shot somebody if they came in the house. <laughs> he was on that. Yeah, my youngest son, he just might. <laughs> you think so? Oh, the youngest one? My did. youngest yeah. one, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You look good. Baby gang. Okay. So you went to Cass Tech. What high school you went to? Where you, where you think I went? Shit, I don't know shit about high school. I ain't go. We going to talk about that. <laughs> but I went to Cass. Oh, okay. But you didn't go, like, to no high school. No. Nah, I went to Chassis for, like, maybe a couple of weeks. I went to McKenzie for, like, a couple of weeks. Okay. So you have some high school. Yeah. 
Yeah. Nah. A couple yeah. weeks. What was you doing when you was there? I mean, I wasn't doing shit for real. I had a few papers with I write my name on that bitch and nothing else. So you literally dropped out of school in ninth grade. Mm-hmm. What did your parents say? Man, I don't know what they was on. What were my you mother, doing? like, they, they ain't had no control over me, so it wasn't too much they could say. What were you doing? A bunch of bullshit. <laughs> like? Bad shit. <laughs> my brother dropped out in, like, ninth grade. See? Yeah. I only got one brother, yes. He dropped out in, like, ninth grade. I can see that. I used to be in all type of trouble. I was in and out of jail. My brother went even in I got shot when trouble. I was like 15. I was just. You was wild? It was all bad. Damn, where did you get shot? That don't really matter, but. Oh, God. No, not not like the place. I'm saying like on your body. Like uh, in the back. Damn. I never knew. That's a lot. Yeah, and that's steep at 15. Just tripping out here. Mm-hmm. I had no guidance, you know. I ain't, I ain't care about living. I ain't see no future. My kids actually saved me. Yeah, a lot of people say that. So without the kids, where do you think you would be? Dead or in jail, for sure. Mm. Yeah, we got to change that. But having kids, for me, that wasn't an option. Because wasn't nobody going to be left to take care of them, for real. That's good. That's true. Change our life around, but I'm just thinking shot at 15. Like, at 15, I was going skating. Like, I didn't get to enjoy none of that shit. I be trying to do it now. I know that's right. It ain't never too late. <laughs> like, I was being influenced by like the wrong people thinking like the bad things to do was like what you were supposed to be mm-hmm. doing. Like, I had nobody there to tell me like this shit is not cool, it's not gonna get you nowhere. These people ain't going to be around no more. These people don't really love you. These people going to turn on you. Like, I ain't had nobody to teach me that. So mm-hmm. I try to teach that to others and my kids. Sometimes it's something that you got to go through. But if you could prevent somebody from going through it, like, I really recommend it. Like, just telling them, you know, it's not, it's, that's not the way. Like, the streets, you literally only go into dead or in jail. I never see nobody graduate Sometimes from the streets. Sometimes people see great potential in you that you might not even see. So they try to. Stop that. Yeah. They know that's not them. Yeah. But everybody don't get that chance. So that's why I said, like, to the young guys that's watching, the street's not the only way. That's why they call it getting tricked off the streets. Definitely. Because they see all trick. the... It's a game. It's a plan. They see all the money or all the glitz and glam, but maybe it's so temporary. Like, yeah. you go through... The most important thing is, is family. That's the most important thing. And they be saying they doing everything for the family the whole time. When something go wrong, you hurting the family. So, if you got a, a better way out, take it. The lot like the your character and the way like you carry yourself and the way like you look out for other people. Like nobody, well, at least I wouldn't have never thought that you lived the life that you did growing up. Yeah. So that says a lot about you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Change is good. It is. Change is very good. I kind of had, like, both sides. My uh, grandparents on my father's side, they taught me, like, to be respectful, to go to church about God, like, things like that, about education, black history. 
So it was kind of like both sides. Wait, on what side you said on your father's side? Father's side? side? Yeah. Oh, you usually don't hear that. It's usually the mama's side making you go to church. Mm. My mama's side was the... Say ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Damn, that's definitely different because it's, it's the other way around with me. My mama told me about church. My daddy, I've never even seen him going to church. My grandparents be like, so what happened? What you been up to? Oh, well, our house got shot up, man, bro. <laughs> My mom be like, wait, shut the fuck Stop up. Stop telling us. <laughs> that ain't their business. That's crazy. No, I um, I came from a family of um, love. I definitely was raised raised off love. And I Girls really need it. I think, well, I think boys do too, so they don't go the wrong way. But girls, they got to be protected. I feel like men, when they grow up, when they're raised off survival, it affects their adulthood. Like, when Definitely. it comes to love, like, when they don't really know love, so you got to, like, love them with survival mode. Like, it's weird. See, the thing about girls, though, people are are always looking for weakness in girls to exploit or take advantage of. That's why y'all need protectors mm-hmm. and people to teach y'all. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I think I'm past those taking advantage days. I ain't going for it. Yeah, I ain't going for sure. But a lot that, of girls don't know. They yeah. keep watching us. They they learn. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Well, we want to thank you for coming out. If you thank got, you all for having me. You yeah. got any advice for anybody that's that's trying to be in your shoes coming up? Well, yeah, just be consistent and believe in yourself and stay prayed up. Put God first. Definitely heavy on the put guy first. Cause heavy. if you stray away, shit be going crazy. For real. <laughs> For real. Yeah. And sometimes when you don't stray away, shit still be going crazy, yeah. even crazier. But just stay grounded. Stay prayed up. Stay prayed up for sure. Where can the people find you at? Uh, said. <laughs> <laughs> he said tap in with his manager. <laughs> we gonna we gonna tap um his hands up management. Yeah, throw that up there. Yeah, we're going to uh, put it in the description box. But y'all know where to find us at, the Uprising Network, on Instagram and YouTube. Our channel, RT, Adore, the letter N, Daisy, on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. We working on the Uprising Network TikTok. So that's <laughs> maybe the next episode y'all going to hear about that. But other than that, make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe, and show us some love. Until next time. Until next time. We out.